I, Ashley, take thee, Justin, to be my lawful wedded husband, to have and to hold from this day forward, even if we did not have a season finale of our first season of Marriage Caviar, because you wanted to argue with me about something <laughs> that you don't have. <laughs> Oh man! Um, I Justin take the Ashley to be my lawful wedded wife, to have and to hold from this day forward. Even if you ran away from home on your birthday, <laughs> I was put out. What had happened? Ain't that why we ain't had a season finale? It really is, and I forgot. Did you? I did. That's why I like not sharing my vows with you because I eat, I really want to get a good like reaction out of you. Yeah, yeah, that, that was a good one. Yeah. So last yeah. season <laughs> we we literally did not have a season finale because we Just got ghosted in, the whole thing. <laughs> we ghosted the listeners. Yeah. For the sake of our marriage, though, <laughs> because, yo, when we, so when I asked Justin, did he want to start a podcast, he said yes, and then I really wanted to wait for him to ask me about it again so that I was sure that he wanted to do this. And so when we finally got to do it, like deep down inside, so we had like an initial conversation about like every episode, we'll talk about if in the big before we record we'll say like are there any things that we don't want to discuss pertaining to this topic that we're going to talk about because we don't walk through the episode like that and so we say that and then i think correct me if i'm wrong i mentioned something like yeah i hope i don't know maybe i didn't say it to you but like i don't know i just didn't want to argue about stuff like i I was okay. I don't know. Like I wanted us to be good after. Yeah. We discussed things after after the show. Like yeah. go to bed and be good. Yeah, we be good. And so we had avoided. We had some close calls though. We did for the season. We had some close calls. We had to start recording sometimes. So we record this thing straight through. We don't do no edits. I mean, like we record the vows and then we stop and we come back. But um, we we usually do it straight through, right? Mm-hmm. So there was like our close calls consisted of us being like one of us picking up the recording device and being like, yo, you got to chill. I'm trying to think of like some of the episodes so y'all can get some context. No, uh, it was an episode about friends. The friends with benefits one. Definitely. Was it been, friends with benefits? We talking about that? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So that was a close call one. What else? I don't remember the other one. Uh, it, that was a couple of them, but just it like, was one where Justin was like, "Why are you being so aggressive?" Was did you say aggressive? Man, like all in your feelings. Oh, you yeah. thought I was in my? I may have been drunk, and Probably. and then you said like, "Are you drunk?" Those are our two close calls. Yeah. But this particular time, you guys <laughs> cut the whole episode off. We cut the whole episode off. We went to bed mad. <laughs> Justin stormed up the steps. I said something petty. Now I got to come back down. <laughs> he came back down the steps. <laughs> so let me tell y'all what we was what? arguing about. <laughs> so that we try to do. I think it was we. It was a mini episode too. Yeah. So I'm. I put this post on my Instagram page, and the post was on my Instagram stories. And all it said was, "Don't do not try to have an episode with me right now, okay? Because I see I your head. I see your head. I'm not even gonna say what it said, but it said something along the lines of like just me kind of feeling like finding the right bra is a rite of passage for women, and if you're gonna wear a particular type of garment." Anything with a deep V, do it right. And I just kind of felt like I've always had large breasts. And if I can get it right and wear it, like, 
anybody can get this thing right and wear it. And Justin was like, I feel like you bashing women. Like I'm sticking up for y'all. And so we literally got into an argument because I was like, you don't you don't know what it means to not know how a bra is supposed to properly fit. Shut up. And he was like, I just feel like you're telling me I can't talk. I was like, bro, you don't have no stake in the game. Like, shut up. I know a good titty when I see a good titty. (laughs) He's joking about it right now, but he was really standing firm on his beliefs. Like, you can't tell people to pick their titties up if they laying down. And I'm like, that is not the point. The point is the maturation of like being I think I was it was like two years ago when one of my mentors from Smith was like sis I'm taking you to this bra store to get properly fitted and I got properly fitted and for the record never knew that the middle piece of your bo- of your bra is supposed to touch your clap that's not a clavicle what's what's this your sternum, sternum. I never knew that. I could throw quarters through that joint for mine. Mm-hmm. I never knew. And so I just, I'm really passionate about, like, uplifting your your breasts. But, and I'm pretty passionate about breasts. Okay. So that's why y'all didn't get a season finale, because we legit had a full-fledged argument about titties. When you say it out loud, it sounds even dumber than it like, does. When we woke up the next day, <laughs> when we woke like, up yeah. the next day, said, "No, it wasn't." We woke up, we were still mad. Like we I had were. to come to your job. Oh, you did come to my job. You came to my job and brought me some flowers. Yeah. <laughs> Yo, we was. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that should've, is. Should've I threw think... them at <laughs> oh, okay. So, if you're wondering what happened, that's what happened on an episode that would never be released. <laughs> Yo, because we still have it. We do. I think so. Yeah, I might leak it. Nevertheless, <laughs> um, so last week, what we talked about, man, we we talked about. What are you talking about? So we started this season. This season, talking about. Uh, our wedding. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. and two, then two part joint. Two part. Hit them with the two episodes in a week. Mm-hmm. So this week, what I wanted to do because happy birthday to my co-host, <laughs> best friend, best friend, wife, yeah. mom, snacks to Naomi. <laughs> Naomi snacks. You better have your um your ad lib this week. Oh yeah, I'm in there. <laughs> Your birthday was yesterday. Yes. So happy birthday to you again. Sweet 16. No, I would up now. I ain't no R. Kelly. <laughs> 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 I am 30. <laughs> Don't do me like that. So I thought it'd be pretty cool. Well, I started out and the thought was interviewing you and seeing how you've changed being the age that you are now. Mm-hmm. And to your early 20s, like what's changed about you? Like, how has your mindset changed? Like, kind of just interviewing you. Mm-hmm. And then it kind of migrated and shifted into um, just me interviewing you and asking you random questions and getting your perspective on just your ideas right now. Um, so, kind of like a, a, an after birthday first date. Ooh. Again. Getting to know you. So I'm really... um. You got questions? I got questions ready for you. I'm sure. You're on the hot seat. Let me put my wine down. That you haven't... Um, you haven't seen. So it should get... It'd be pretty interesting. Ooh. I would encourage... It. So... So I say that. Mm-hmm. And then I'll, I'll take a step back from us and just say this. I've always felt like... In any relationship, or especially like just getting to our relationship, you want to grow with the person that you're with. Because mm-hmm. if you're both not growing, then 
it's not going to work. But also, like, realize wherever you're with, they're allowed to grow. So stuff that you knew about them at 21 or stuff that you knew about them at 30 or however long you've been together, that stuff changes at if they're 40 or 50. So always, just the the same first date questions you asked, you know, 10 years ago or 10 months ago, don't be scared to ask those again. Like, because stuff changes, mindset changes, and it gives you an idea of who this person is evolving towards or yeah. evolving to. So I, I think it's a pretty good exercise just to see, like, oh, okay, like, I remember asking you this, but... I didn't know you was coming with this type of heat. Let's see where you are now. Okay, okay, okay. So you ready? I am. <clears throat> I right. think I am. You think you are. All right. I'll throw you a softball. I feel pressure. No no pressure. So I'll throw you a softball starting out. Mm-hmm. So who are the most important people in your life? That's a soft question? That is. <sighs> the most important people in my life. Okay. So, a couple of people here. Mm-hmm. Recently, so in becoming a mom, mm-hmm. my mom obviously has always been important to me, but as of late, it has grown in importance in the time that we get to spend together, in the grace and the patience that I give her, because I don't think I always, I don't think I give my mom enough like grace I don't think I give my mom enough of my like pay well I have short really short patience you know that anyway but I don't I'm I'm easily annoyed and because my mom and I are so much alike I'm easily easily annoyed by some things that she does mm-hmm. um and so she easily is very important to me at this time in my life because I just became a mom and I just feel like, um, I don't know. I just, I'm at a point of maturation where I don't think I've always held our relationship in the highest regard. And I know that I, I know now that I absolutely should and should have been. So her. Okay. Okay. Um, Naomi, obviously. Um, and the longer the shorter Naomi is, is really important for me now, of course, seeing like her personality and her about to turn to that she's kind. Um, and we talked about this and we'll probably talk about this on the podcast in detail, but, um, obviously that kid of ours, um, pop for obvious reasons, um, through a lot of our relationship, he's financially like stepped in when I wasn't working or if we like really, really needed it. And so like, I'm glad that I'm in a place now where like I can, the tables can be turned if they need to be. Um, then there's you. Mm-hmm. Last but not least, right? That's what I'm saying. I say the best for last. Um, so, <sighs> babe, Mhm. You're important to me. Mhm. Can I tell you why? Why? Okay. I mean, if you insist. <laughs> he said why so fast, guys. So you are important to me because and I'm just speaking for like right now in life. Okay. Mhm. So you over the years have shown me a kindness and a level of, I don't know, like protection and stability that I don't think I received like growing up from a a male figure. Um, And so now being a mom and seeing you like shed that same level of protection and stability on Naomi, I kind of see like, dang, I would be a totally different person 
had I had this growing up. And it gives me a greater sense of um, appreciation for who you've been in our relationship. Mm -hmm. And I think at the start of our relationship, I would have run from that. I would have ran from that because the most stable person in my life growing up was my mom. So I kind of just felt like, yeah, like, you know, I can do that myself. Like, oh, something needs to be fixed. I can do it myself. This needs to be figured out. I'll do it myself. And I'm at a place in being able to see you and your relationship with Naomi to see how that would have drastically changed the woman that I am. Yeah. And so it's really important for me to now, like, let go of things that I would have been trying to control, knowing that you are f- fully capable of being there for me. Does that make sense? It does. Why are you laughing? It's all another tangent. Okay. We're continuing. So, yeah. So, that's that's one of the main reasons because it's something that I'm I'm kind of just, like, figuring out. Yeah. And I only I haven't obviously haven't spoken to you about it, but just like it's been so many different things that you've done that has just shown like you are an amazing provider. And I'm not speaking just like financially, but just like a provider of love, of just like consistently caring and different things like that. And so that's one of the main reasons. That means a lot. Thank you. That's fake. No, like for real, it does. Okay, I promise yeah. all the questions won't take me. This I'm long trying to not answer. to get emotionally invested. So, like, here's, here's what? Here's no. I'll, I'll give you a tangent. Like mm-hmm. one of the, I think I spoke on it like last season. Mm-hmm. But yo, like I've been extra emotional. Like, you have? like for real. When? Man, like all the time. You have? Yeah. You gonna tell tell me about it? Yeah, like I, I had Naomi this weekend. It was just like she was just sitting here, we we playing mm-hmm. and like just chilling, and then like the whole like she'll be sitting here. She not even worried about she don't have a care in the world. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I'm just sitting here. It's like man, like I have so much anxiety like that I never had before. Mm-hmm. And I was like, yo, like what if something happened? Like oh, like, yeah. What if something happens to her and I'm not there? Like what would I do? Naomi, like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, how can I shield her from this? Like, all these thoughts like yeah. that I've never had before. And we sitting here watching TV, perfectly fine, saving the doors locked, perfectly fine in the house. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. Parental like, anxiety is real. Like, oh, like, why am I emotional? Like, what's going on? Yeah. So, I don't know. But nevertheless, that's my... That's your spiel. Yeah, real quick. So, you just had a birthday. Mm-hmm. What is something, or what would you tell mm. younger you? Dear God. <laughs> you got to give me an age. What would you tell... What would you tell 23-year-old you? <laughs> 23-year-old me? Mm-hmm. Shit. I was busting this thing wide open. <laughs> you looking at me, but I'm dead serious. What's that thing up? Ain't nothing wrong with that. No, but I mean, okay. <clears throat> this is going to get deep. I think I'm going to end up being emotional. Because I literally was just like, I keep having these reoccurring thoughts about this. But listen, 23-year-old me. So I was fresh out of grad school. I think I was out of, yeah, fresh out of grad school, um, single, ready to mingle. And I probably would also tell myself this at several other points in my life, but we're going with 23. I would tell 23-year-old me that my value runs deeper than what's between my legs. Mm. So talk to me about that. So I and again this is something that I I'm 
I've seriously recently just given thought to. Um, and it's popped up in my head maybe three times over the past four months. Um, I don't even know how to put it into words, but I don't know. So I, and I don't even, okay, let me just try to give it to you however it comes out. So in terms of just like sex, right, I think as a younger woman, I really thought that like there was so much power in me choosing to sleep with somebody. Mm-hmm. And there is, there's power in that. But the power I'm talking about is so misrepresented for me. And I mean, in terms of like, just, I don't know, like dealing with dudes who I wholeheartedly knew that this would not be my husband. Um, And it's not to say that, you know, like, oh, you should only be having sex with somebody that you can see yourself spending your whole life with. But it was like, just like dirt bags. Like, I'm not going to call nobody on a dirt bag. Shiftless. Shiftless? What's that? Mm -hmm. No aims in life. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I might have to come back to this one. I I will say, so so that's the gist of it. This might have to be a whole whole other episode. But the gist of it is, I just... My, that power was misrepresented for me and it was very transactional like I don't think that at 23 I could recognize my loneliness for what it was mm. and I'm not saying like I was on Facebook like, yeah, can't wait to find my husband or like it wasn't this obvious loneliness, but it was a loneliness for the things that I think I missed out on as a child and not having like a strong, strong male figure. Yeah. Like a strong, consistent, present, everyday figure. Um and I know that's like the narrative, like you don't have a father figure, you raised by a single mom and then like you grow up and do like holy shit. And I don't even think that I was doing like super holy shit because like I, it was a lot of stuff that I just did not do until like I was well into my 20s. Um, and then, but even with that, I just thought it was like this this power thing. Like, I'm conquering this. Like, I this is what I'm doing. I don't know. Like, you're shaping your own narrative. And... Yeah, like, I shape my... I, 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 I think I try to control a lot of things. I can be very controlling. And my sex life was one of them. So, like, I had, had this, like, structure of just, like, these are my rules that I'm going to follow. Like... I'm only gonna like I'll sleep. I could be sleeping with multiple people, but I was not gonna sleep with this. I was not gonna sleep with more than one person like within a month's time. Yeah. So if like this was the dude I had slept with on March first, like this is the person I was gonna sleep with for all of March, <laughs> like just to keep myself safe. But even so with you had a Sports Illustrated calendar. <laughs> Yo, stop it! Stop what? <laughs> just Mr. March. It's a firefighter calendar. <laughs> no, but seriously, so I try. I did these things, and and now that I'm thinking about it, like I had these rules in place to give me this, and they would, and the rules would give me this facade that I was in charge. Yeah, that I was in control. That nobody could basically like walk in my life and walk out. Like I decide when you when you go. And I would just be like, okay, I'm done with this person. Or at least for the month of March because I got to show they X some, like, love. Yeah. For the month of April. (laughs) (laughs) For real. No, I'm just sitting here. I'm laughing because I'm sitting here imagining, like, you meeting the dude on Mm -hmm. March 28th, right? Mm -hmm. And then, like... 
he come over to the crib. Yeah. And then it's about to go down. Like, hold on. Right. <laughs> you got a couple days. But I played it so well, like, yeah, like, and it almost came off as, like, this hard to get kind of thing, but it was like, this has to be on my terms. You laughing, but it it really worked out. (laughs) Mr. February on a leap year. Shut up. (laughs) (laughs) But seriously, to answer answer your question, that's one thing that I would definitely tell my 23-year-old self is that, like, my self-worth was just somewhere else. And I promise you, I th- I feel like I'm making it sound worse than, than what it was. I think I've just realized this because I'm very conscious of how much information I want to share with Naomi when she is of age. Mm-hmm. And also coming home to you every every day is almost like, yo, I really didn't know like even when you came even even when like we officially started like dating each other like you kept me you kept my attention because you had made me feel like you I had never felt the way you made me feel ever before and like you were so consistent in a way to where it was like I felt like a queen yeah. And I told you that. And I tried to like get rid of you. And you just was like still nice. No, hold on. No. I did. Oh yeah. no, cuz I I'm, I always hate those stories. What? You ain't gonna pay me in that light. I did. <laughs> no, I'm not saying like you was thirsty, but I tried to pick you apart and Michelle was like, "Ashley, you're doing that thing." Oh, okay. And I'll I was like what you took it as? I took it. You know how people were like, yeah, I, I ain't like him. Oh no, and, uh, I don't like those He just kept either. changing. He kept chasing me. No, and we liked each I other. I finally like, I don't yeah, know, no. man. what the fuck is going on? He ain't gonna be telling this story with pride. <laughs> <laughs> and fuck I was like, in. fuck you. <laughs> I was not attracted to him. <laughs> yeah, people barely be telling their marriage <laughs> stories. That like... is not a happy story. <laughs> so man. you just it is got ugly. Cute. I get it. <laughs> Stop. Okay. But yeah, I was I was trying to like I was like, yeah, no, I had already said that I wasn't playing in the sandbox no more. And you was young. That's cold for like you young. I, I know what it means. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> and so, but I I had I had mapped out to my friends like what my next boyfriend was gonna be. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I mean, at least he dark skin because I ain't doing light skin dudes no more. Mm-hmm. And then, but. You know, she was like, she called me out. She was like, yo, you're doing that thing. Like, it's no reason. Like, you said this is how you make you feel. Like, just run with that. But I was still trying to be, like, in control of all of the things. In control of God's blessings. Okay. What's the next question? Because I I, I, I thought I was adding value. (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to Michelle. Okay, so I got got two. I'm gonna give you a light one to mm-hmm. deviate from the seriousness. Okay. Um, you made me think of something mm-hmm. in your story. Could you hypothetically? Oh God. See yourself because people say that. Could you see yourself? I like, heard this, a this, hiss about to come out your leg. No, because people have this debate all the time. Mm-hmm. Could you see yourself marrying someone who you've never had sex with? No. Mm. Why not? It's not happening. Why not? Why are you about to laugh? I'm just curious on your why. Because that doesn't make sense. I also would not have met. Like, it's no other, it's no deeper answer that it does. That doesn't even make sense. Like, people are not married just off of love. Like, love cannot sustain a marriage. That's not, it's, it's not sustainable. That is a very good point. I mean, short, sweet, to the point, but makes all the sense in the world. Yeah, and if like you I'm ain't like, get there yet, then you don't need to be here yet. Yeah, I don't know. I've yeah. never understood that debate. Like, why is it a debate? I mean, sounds a guy. I mean, we I don't want to disrespect you, We know at you, least one person that did. That waited? Yeah. Damn, man, I wonder how it's going for him. Is it going for him okay? Well, we don't know them that well, but we 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 know them. I, I'll tell you who it is. Okay. But are they still married? Yeah, they still married. 
Well, I mean, as long as they're still married, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I guess said. I just whispered it in just the ear. He said, mm, well. <laughs> I mean, as long as they're still married, who, who am I to say it? I mean, yeah. I mean, but you know what? Sex I, I also is not as important to everybody. That it's, I don't know. But no, the, my answer is no. What's the next question? That is, that is a very interesting thing, though. Like, the fact that people can do it. Like, you know what? Sex isn't interesting, so... I ain't say that. Or it's not important. <laughs> like, it's not not important. Like, and then my covenant with Jesus. I, I but get what, that. But what if? That point. But what if they had never had sex before? You can't mm-hmm. miss something you ain't never had. Right, right, and that I think that's the the point a lot of people make. Like mm-hmm. you, you only, you only feel like you're missing something because you've had it before. So let so let so. Can I so, am I allowed to ask you questions? You know what's wild though? Oh god. So what if like you've had sex before and you liked it then and you said like, you know what, like for our relationship, mm-hmm. we're not gonna have sex until we're married. We're not that gonna have one, sex again. We're not gonna have sex until we're married. Wait, so the person had sex mm-hmm. with had somebody sex else. So we met each other, right? Uh-huh. We meet each other, you've had sex before, mm-hmm. like cool, we meet. And we're going to do our relationship the right way. Oh, okay. Nah, that ain't happening because it's not. Um, that to me is fascinating. Let me tell you something. Before we got, before we get married, before I would have married somebody, I needed to have, we needed to have sex. I needed several dick pics. Mm-hmm. I needed to at least see the equipment. And then you had to try it out. Because seeing it, it could still be what it is yeah. and it not work properly very true so no so yeah good point I just thought of, you know I'll lighten it up I'm oh, just curious God. on it alright <laughs> now what was your what was your question no that's that's okay okay damn I knew I should have wrote it down you ain't write these questions down no I, you made me think of like some uh, some extra ones oh and okay. I, uh, <laughs> And I just had to laughing at I'm laughing at you. So if you're if you're thinking about it to your your younger self, right? Mm-hmm. Um, what's something that you regret now? that you've done in the past or something that's happened in the past or just a thought or a period or whatever or Um, something that you've grown from that's two different questions i'm trying to i'm trying to give you an out if there's something that you didn't want to say a regret um i can't think of a regret because i've learned from it all learn from all of it. Um, let's say pause on the regret question because I had to think of a good. I had to think of a good one. You asked was something that I've learned. What did, what did you ask? What was the second part? Yeah, like what are some of the the biggest lessons that you've learned? Um. Hmm. Dang, I don't want to be on his joint thinking. I told you I'm putting you on the hot seat. You got to come with it. This is uh, we, we should, not we had the price rec- is right. We had to record this in the daytime. My brain is fried. Um, A good Irish lesson man. that I have learned... Dang, babe. <laughs> no, so I can tell you something that I'm in the process of learning. Okay. Okay. Sure. So I'm in the process of learning how to forgive because I realize that I don't know how to. And what that process looks like right now is between god and i because i'm trying to figure it out and i really don't know 
Um, yeah. But for me, yeah. For me right now, I think forgiveness takes... So what forgiveness has looked like for me before this this process of me trying to figure it out is um people take being accountable so like I need people to like say hey you know I was wrong whoop-de-woo and then I'll be like cool but I would like to learn to not need that part of it Mm -hmm. Like to not need the acknowledgement of it, to learn to forgive people who um, are probably not in the greatest situation and that's where their actions stem from. Almost like a hurt people, hurt people type of thing. Yeah. And I need to learn forgiveness that way. I need to learn how to forgive like in scenarios of like my upbringing um yeah if anybody has any good tips on learning how to forgive outside of religious tips let me know and, and what? caveat <laughs> what? somebody coming to season two like these some heathens let me tell you no i'm not anti uh religion no i mean i need like I'm not going to say that that's not substantive, but, like, I need substance behind. Like, if you give like me actionable. a... Yeah, I need actionable things. Like, take six deep breaths and... Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I need that because I hold on to things and I know that holding on to things has held me back in certain areas and it's something that I would like to push forward on. Mm. Okay, okay. Um, let's see. What's, um, what's in store for you? So, well, this next year. Mm -hmm. So, you did last year. You've you done a few years before that. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what do you focus on in this next year of your life? Like, to where you say, you know what, I use this year that mm -hmm. I was given to the fullest. This year, what's in store, I really would like to declutter my entire freaking life. Like, physically, emotionally, I just want to be left with the things that I need and that I love and be able to do life from that vantage point. So, I mean, physically, like, I want to declutter the house. Um, emotionally, I want to consistently be in somebody's therapy office, um, kind of just breaking down, like, the things about me that I know where it comes from, but I don't necessarily know how to move forward on, um... Or I don't necessarily know how to communicate that. Um, spiritually, I want to grow. So maybe not a declutter there. But at least declutter my mind to a point where I can focus on um, my spirituality. Focus on just some like meditating things. Meditative things. So yeah, this year is all about like getting out of my own way. Hmm. Yeah, and recognizing myself as my only competition, not really worrying about what other people have going on in their personal lives or within business. Um, I'm most excited this year about what I'm able to accomplish professionally because I think that I've hit a um, a nice little stride. I agree. Yeah. Um so I think to get to the next point of this stride, I have to get some systems in place. I think this is the year like I actually like become a morning person and not rely on waiting to hear your footsteps hit the ground because that's what I do. And you refuse to wake up. 
<laughs> Every morning, I overslept. You, you, you ain't said our Lord. What the fuck you think gonna happen? <laughs> Don't Dang, sit in the long clock talking about know, I overslept. You know I had. You know I had to be two hours up the road today, and you ain't even wake me up. <laughs> you got the same kind of phone I got. Yo, this is, got I really did no. All seriousness, I really hate this about you. <laughs> Why? We are a partner. You're an adult. <laughs> <laughs> Wake me up, babe. You're a whole adult. Justin is a hater, y'all. Nobody know how you're an adult. Alarm <laughs> on your phone. So what? You can wake me up. Mm-hmm. Listen, y'all. If I tell this, is how it go? If I tell, if I ask Justin, babe, mm-hmm. can you wake me up? Can you, can you wake me up? Um, wake me up at eight. It could be for a nap. It can be from a restful night of sleep and I got to be somewhere. That man does this. Bang, you up. And then goes about his day and then will tell you he tried to wake you up. But if he asks you to wake him up and you do... Leave me the fuck alone. <laughs> exactly. That's the response. Mm-hmm. He will ask you to wake him up and then catch an attitude when you do. Because I know I got an alarm clock if I really want to get up. Oh, so you just be playing with me. You know, if the spirit moves me to get up <laughs> Yo, in that moment. I just don't understand. Like, didn't you have siblings? Y'all didn't have to wake each other up. For what? School. We had a bus they came. You didn't get on the bus? That's on you. It's consequences and repercussions. That is selfish. No, it teaches you how to be responsible. Don't you wake Naomi up? Because <laughs> she got somewhere to be. So do I. Mm-hmm. Justin, I had to be up the road this morning. You ain't even looking my direction. Nope. Because one would assume you would have said it alone. I heard your shoes on the floor. I said, oh, shit. <laughs> What time is it? He already dressed. Mm-hmm. Gotta get it together. Uh, it's a good segue, though. What is it? Okay. So, here's this something <clears throat> that you've dreamed of doing for a long time. Mm-hmm. And why haven't you done it? Because um, I like cookies. What? <laughs> Because I like cookies. <laughs> I dreamed of losing weight for a long time. But I can't stop eating cookies. <laughs> they would be delicious, though. Oh, my gosh. They are nice and like, uh, not the hard ones. Yeah. No. Um, no, that is really something that I keep saying. Like, you know, when I do it, I'm really going to go and do it. Um, but Justin and Naomi made me this delicious cake yesterday. Had these cute little candles in it. And, you know, it was delicious. But so that really is one thing. But then another thing is um learning a language. Hmm. Yeah. So now I download what, what language would you like to learn? I think that I should have been new Spanish fluently. I think mm-hmm. we all should have known it by now. Um, cause I would really like to know what my contractor is saying at all times <laughs> and not have to translate at certain times. Um, but yeah, I think language and I'm not even sure, like at this point it's like who has time for it. So if anybody listening that's younger, when they offering this joint for free, all throughout our upbringing go ahead and take advantage of that because you got the time and it's free at this point or you already got it in your college degree so go ahead and knock that thing out Hmm. all right question about us how long did you think our relationship would last when we first started talking when we first started talking Mm -hmm. that would last forever Wait, when we first, like, 2010 or 2013? Well, one of them years before the other one, so I assume that's the one that's the first. Yeah. Because <laughs> we, we, really, we weren't talking at that point. 
It was just the one weekend. Oh, I mean, no. I didn't think none of that was going to last. Nah. Nah. 2013. Okay. Yeah, 2013, when we first started talking that weekend in Atlantic City, I thought it was going to last forever. Make you last forever. But to be fair, (laughs) my, um, damn, I don't know. I'm drawing a blank. I want to redo this episode with better answers to my questions. But, Mm -hmm. um, I don't know how to to umbrella this, but I kind of looked at, so every relationship that I've been in, like a real relationship, um, I've always only looked at like all the great things. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, like he does this. Oh, he's great for this. And then thought to myself, I could see myself marrying him. Hmm. I think that's a girl thing. So I always kind of saw the the best of and thought like I could make this work. It's pretty interesting. Control thing. I was pretty much the opposite. Were you? Mm-hmm. You was looking at all the bad stuff. I remember mm-hmm. you telling me that. No, nah, I wouldn't. Even, <clears throat> I'm like, yo, how can I get out this? Yeah, I remember you telling me that. Yeah. You wait. You did that with us. Mm-mm. For real? No, nah, yeah, that's how I knew. Like that was it. Cause it wasn't a like, how can I get out this? It's like I can't replace. This. For real? Yeah. It was like I'm finna cry. For real, babe, say it again. That's that's how it was. Like I wasn't even thinking. Like how can I get out of this? Like nope, I, I can't replace her. Like, For real? Yeah. So I need to figure out how to love her because I have no idea. Oh my god! So. That's real. You just oh, said yeah. I gotta figure. I wait. You just said I cannot replace her, so I gotta figure out how to love her. Yeah, that was it. I could eat your face. Please don't. <laughs> <laughs> so, that was beautiful. You trying to get me pregnant? You know I try. <laughs> just please. Um, I remember my question now. Okay. So, how has society's views on what a woman should be influenced you? Mm. So, give you some examples. So, when you talk about, like, you hear all the time, and we see it on social media about, you know, women who are single talking about finding their husbands and uh, they need to we've all heard of the the biological time clock and this Mm -hmm. sort of thing Um, from a career perspective like Mm -hmm. from being a mother like there's so many different directions you can go Mm -hmm. I just wherever it takes you okay so this is twofold. Mm-hmm. Um, keeping keeping remind me that I'm thinking the second part of it is about pressure. So okay. keep that remind me of that. The first part of it is the societal norm of like, oh, where's my husband? Where's my husband? Where's my husband? When um, when I was single, I only spent maybe like. A month in that bubble mm-hmm. of where's my husband just because um for the for the purpose for the sake of this societal norm question just because I was a quote unquote like savage mm-hmm. if that's if that's well that's what we really that's what I thought it was in the beginning now I know like I just I was not in control of that but like so in that like little savantry period, is that a word? We'll make it more. Okay. In that period, I just was like all about me. And most important was my career. And I refused to be like, you know, a guy is going to distract me from this. Um, 
men were very disposable to me. And so I skipped over that allowed me to skip over the whole like, where's my husband face? Mm -hmm. Because I really was like, fuck this shit. Um, Yeah. So that happened. And then on the flip side of it is I think I felt more pressure from society on what a woman should be after becoming a wife. Really? Mm-hmm. Because, and not because like I wanted to be like a good wife and a good wife should do this, but from we did a lot of life in this small gap of time. So like we got together, we moved across the country together. Um, we bought a house, we got engaged, we got married, we had a baby in the span of what, two and a half years? Pretty fast, yeah. Yeah. So in doing all of that came a lot of responsibility and I really wanted to take better care than I really knew how to of our house. And that put a lot of pressure on me. So I was like, you know, the house should be this, but I've never seen or done this. And I'm sure you remember a time where I was like always nagging about like, we got to clean this up. Mm -hmm. Like we got to get this straight. We got to do this. We got to do this. We got to do that. And I can honestly say that the past at least six months of the last year of me, the last six months of me being 32, I spent a lot of time neglecting the things that put a lot of pressure on me before. Yeah. And I won't say like it was something that I went into being like, oh, I'm no longer doing my husband's laundry. Like I, I, didn't, I never had that conversation with myself. I just knew that in order for me to get to a point where I was happy with um, where I am as an entrepreneur, I had to put some things down. Mm -hmm. And with us having Naomi, I kind of just felt like, well, he's grown almost like you feel like me with the alarm clock. But like he's grown like, you know, I'll do his laundry if I had the time. But if not, like I know you. You can handle your stuff. Yeah, got three buttons on it. Yeah, it ain't that hard. You got three what? The washing machine. Oh yeah, it's, yeah, it's not that hard. Like you're capable of doing it. Um, I think the same thing in the past, maybe like three months or four months, probably. I've done the same thing with like feeling the pressure of having to come home and make dinner, and you've picked up the slack without even like blinking an eye, like. I don't know if you, like, wanted to have a conversation with me. Like, um, bitch, where the fuck? <laughs> where the fuck is dinner? Like, this bitch ain't cooking no more. Like, what, no what is going on? You get some toast. Um, I look at you. You want a bowl of cereal? You don't want a bowl of cereal? Okay, we not eating tonight? Okay, so Naomi, you ate? All right. <laughs> like, we good. <laughs> For real, because, and and I've, I, I had to, and, and again, I never said, like, ooh, I want to hit some goals as an entrepreneur. I'm going to stop cooking. I'm going to stop doing his laundry. I mean, it just subtly, some things just fell to the wayside. And in the beginning, I felt bad. and But then I said, like, no, like, <laughs> shit is hard. Like, it's yeah. hard to keep up with all this stuff. And I'm not going to hold myself hostage so you know i'm gonna do what i feel like i need to do at this at this very moment and i'll get back to cooking and i have for the past like couple of two weeks not your laundry i haven't gotten there gotten back there yet oh last got some drawers i need <laughs> christening no 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 <laughs> I, I haven't gotten back there yet um but you know to, but to, wait, but to be fair, I really haven't been like I haven't touched my own laundry either. The only person laundry I do is Naomi's because yeah. I do rent the runway. 
Um, so. Um, I, I, I think that's an interesting point, though, because mm-hmm. I, I feel like. Tangent. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> like, tangent. I, like a husband, boyfriend, significant other, whatever, like who would have a problem with that? Mm-hmm. Like, oh, no, these are the non-negotiables. Like you need to cook, clean, like do this and so forth, because that's what I expect. One, I feel like you haven't evolved mm-hmm. in a real relationship. And then two, for me, I as your partner, because mm-hmm. that's what this is, is a partnership. Like if you're bettering yourself, yeah. like why would I, not, why would I want to be a burden, not even, a, or, or why would I want to be a block to that? Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like I'm not trying to be in your way of what you have going on. Like if anything, I want to remove Mm-hmm. any obstacle that's going to be in the way. So mm-hmm. I, I don't understand, like, people who have that concept, like, oh, like, I want to do, you got to do what I need. Yeah. Like, put me. Put me first. Yeah, yeah. We I've seen a switch in us in, like, both of us going after something that we really, really want mm-hmm. and having the time, energy, and effort behind doing that has done something to us and it's not to say like we were just terrible beforehand but like we do as parents and as um a couple get into this like going through the motions thing and it's not necessarily just like going through the motions coming home watching tv going to bed whatever but also just like not having any purpose in our like day-to-day life and i just realized we've been like no commercial breaks talking for like straight 57 freaking minutes yeah so how about we put a pin in that because that's that's an episode within itself and come back after a commercial break with a lightning round of questions sounds good all right snacks Yo, no. I can't do that. I can't no, do that. No, because I want to do the Naomi. Oh, man. Snack, snack. Pashikosh. <laughs> um, all right. So, going back to a previous question, lightning mm-hmm. round. Okay. Let's go. Uh, regrets. What are your biggest regrets? What are some regrets that you had or re- regret? Mm-hmm. Uh, biggest regrets uh capella university (laughs) (laughs) jesus um yeah i had an opening in life where i wasn't working and i thought i want to be a doctor this would be my plan c and um i I do think that would be a good plan c but i had no business in capella and now i owe them all this money and i got no degree Um, Just also one of Justin's regrets that he appreciates with me because he knows how much money it's cost me. I'm trying to tell you. (laughs) Um, What is your worst habit? Procrastination. Oh, that's a good one. Okay. Uh, Favorite food? Crabs. Curly crabs. Know that one. Your shoe size. You don't know what my fucking shoe size. Man, just answer the question. No, because you bought me them little ass <laughs> shoes. It's confusing, man. It's the boy size. It's the women's size. Hey, just pick a size. Which wow, one we're eight and a half. And I, I, I knew it. Uh, favorite color? Gray. I knew that. Mm, let's see. Ken. What do you think makes people fall out out of love? Um, disrespect. Mm-hmm. And um disrespect, but also what is the word I'm looking for? Um a lack of loyalty. Mm-hmm. Is loyalty is number one, disrespect is number two. What do you want to what do you want to be able to say to yourself ten years from now? Oh I told you so. 
Mm, that's a good one. Okay. And what do you want your legacy to be? My legacy, I want to leave a legacy of uh, philanthropy. I want to leave a legacy where people can see that you can come back from, you can turn anything around. Um, I think I've mentioned this maybe twice before and saying it out loud. Um, but I don't think I've always been the kindest person or the mo most compassionate person. And for the sake of our child, um, I would love to and have been trying to find ways to turn that around. Um, so I love and enjoy anybody's story as like, you know, somebody who has really turned it around. That's why I really appreciate Charlemagne. Um, so I think he's turned it around and, and it's been really genuine. And back to the question, though. Uh, I want to leave a legacy of philanthropy, of good deeds, of a self-sustaining family name. And I want people to do life their own way. That mm -hmm. is a good way to end this. I appreciate you letting me Interview. grill you. When yeah. it's your turn, I'm going to do it at 10 o'clock at night, too. Mm -hmm. I'm going to be ready. No, you're not. Be in there. Because all my questions are going to be hard. Be in there. I'm still eating some softballs. It's 10 o'clock. I've been driving all day. I don't want to hear these excuses. <laughs> Can you wake me up in the morning? Nope. All right. Again, as always, appreciate y'all listening to Marriage Caviar. Um, I heard this on another po another podcast this week, so I want to try it. Um, oh God! Share this one with one of your friends. Share our podcast with one of your friends. We'd love to hear their thoughts. Had a really good suggestion this week too. So, um, somebody made a suggestion. Yeah, and I, I thought it was pretty cool. I'll, I'll we'll mm -hmm. work on it. Okay. It's like yeah, I wish we could you know call in live. And like uh, I was listening to it, and wish we call in live and like have a conversation about it, which gave me an idea. Mm -hmm. um, oh, to do like a live call episode? No, um, <laughs> I want to be caught off guard. Um, no, we would be recording. We would post. No, no, no. Like a, a podcast I listen to, they do a voicemail where you can leave voicemails. Oh wow! That's they, crazy. Uh, so that's like one of their episodes of the week where they just answer voicemails at the end of the show. From people. Oh, I like that. And, uh, other questions. So I don't think, I think people gonna want to hear their voice though. Like they, you know, people. We could just uh, we could just say like, because one of the things like people who don't want to hear their voice, they say like, this comes from callers, so and so, so and so. Here's their question. Oh, they don't play the person's voice. Sometimes they do, but oh, sometimes okay. they don't. Anyway, so that was cool. But no, like, just let us know your thoughts. Um, appreciate y'all support, like for real, like for us just to. Like get y'all blue balls and just leave you uh, hanging Yo, <laughs> without a uh, without a season finale on a uh, season one. Wait, now you know why. That reminds me of something though. Let me say this in all in full transparency. Um, we live really busy lives, like everybody else does. And starting this podcast, I would get really upset anytime like we were dropping an episode and it was not on time. And since then, I think I, in our household, we've taken on even more stuff. <laughs> and so with that being said, like any time an episode is not on time, just know that like <laughs> we trying. We really are trying to make this as consistent as possible. And one of the things um, to that we're doing to make that happen is that... Um, I'm going to teach Justin how to engineer an episode, and then he have voiceovers. Oh sure. And then I'm gonna um, show him how to properly filter a photo so that he can also run the Instagram page. So y'all give my boo some grace and shout him out when y'all. What you mean? See give me some grace. Good. I'm gonna kill it. What you mean? But not. 
You know you got an Android. That mean? That's mean it's going to be on time. No, nah, that mean them photos about to be ashy. Anyway. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Listen to Marriage Caviar. Follow us on Instagram at Marriage Caviar. Shoot us a DM. Shoot us questions. Let us know your thoughts. Mm -hmm. Thanks as always. Until next week. (laughs) Next.